Welcome everyone, my name is Jacob. Thank you for joining me and this is Hunt Detail. So we're in the middle of uh, deer season now. We're in the rut or the pre-rut depending on where you're at in the country. Maybe if you're down south you have the rut coming forward. But uh, what I want to emphasize today on today's podcast is really playing the long game and the way I know a lot of times we look on Instagram or we watch hunting shows on YouTube and we feel like everybody's, you know, punching their tag. Everybody is having immediate success. Maybe you've never killed a buck or a deer, or maybe you have never killed a, a particular type of buck, a certain size of buck, and uh, you're, you're struggling. And what I, here's what I will say is the best way to approach hunting whitetail or really hunting any species I would imagine but we'll focus on whitetail is focusing on the long game especially if you're hunting public land and um, big woods big you know or even small you know small plots of public land or maybe it's a new farm or something new land to you uh, it's difficult to know what the deer movement is in those situations and it's difficult to um, set up in a way, especially if you're bow hunting, where you're, you're going to get in close and get a shot on a nice buck or, or maybe, a, maybe, in a, maybe even a deer at all, depending on what part of the country you're in. And so I'll share with you a story um, that's taken place over the past few years with me is in 2020, I was taking my daughter out on a youth hunt. And I uh, went into a new area. This is a separate, a new, a different state, and a piece of public land that is, uh, you know, I, I knew there were good deer in there. I knew there was deer, but I didn't really know. And I had hunted this area in general, uh, but not had had a lot of success yet. And we were working up this logging road, and I noticed the way that this logging road went sort of straight up and was sort of carved a little bit into the side of this ridge that I could see exactly where deer were crossing that, that particular road. And um, as you, if you can imagine sort of an embankment on each side of this logging road, I could see where deer would sort of come down or go up or vice versa. And then in addition to that, the, uh, there was a, of course, a, 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 a sm small scrape, which really emphasized that, you know, there were deer, especially bucks in the area. And I made a mental note of that. We hunted that area a bit and we didn't have any luck, but um, I went back to that area later in the year. Had I did experience I had encounters with deer. It was too brushy, unfortunately, and they, and a shift in the wind, you know, had them running or it running. I think it was just a single deer, so it could have been a buck or a doe. But, um, and then in November, so as youth hunt was in our, our middle of October, late October in November, I think it was probably three or four weeks later. Uh, I shot a buck, just in that same exact area. And he had been coming through a little lower on the terrain, but still coming through that general area. Uh, at, I think 140 inch, roughly, uh, nine pointer. And really 
great book. And it really all tied back to that time in the woods with my daughter and my commitment to that area. And I had, I did had, in fact, find some rubs in different areas, but I didn't quite understand that area, but I was fortunate enough to punch my tag. And so fast forward to the next year. So I had all this Intel and I was able to punch a tag, but I still wasn't done learning that area. And so this was on one side of the ridge. Let's say this was sort of a south side of a, of a ridge. And then as this ridge comes down, it sort of, there's a series of creeks that sort of go through the, that basin. And then on the other side is another ridge sort of creating a bowl. And that's sort of a north facing side of a ridge. Uh, so imagine that bowl and I'm on the, I'm on the opposite side of that ridge. It's north facing. And now over time, I've come to learn that there's a couple doe families that live in that area. I'm on a point, I'm using the wind appropriately and I shoot another nice buck. I think he was a 10 pointer. This was now 2022 and I'm continue to put trail cameras. I continue to read sign. I see rubs, I see scrapes. And, uh, and trust me, there were unsuccessful hunts within that area. And I did not, uh, you know, it wasn't a function of me just punching my tag as soon as I stepped in the woods. So now, last year, fast forward to 2023, I set up on that same north-facing side that I had killed in 2022, still trying to understand the nuance within this area. And I only had really a day to hunt it. And unfortunately, I had bucks pushing does and a buck that I believe was a shooter buck, but he was further down the ridge, this opposite ridge of me, or this this particular ridge that I was on. He was further down than I was. I was up too high. And actually, I looked at my Onyx mapping and saw that I was, in fact, in 2022, sitting lower down on the ridge. And it became very evidently clear, unfortunately, that I set up too high on the ridge, that the way the deer are using this, at least during the rut, is using it at a much lower level in terms of particular trails. And so now I have been hunting it this year in 2023, and I have set up on that lower level. I've found sort of the feed tree area with acorns, etc. Uh, an oak flat that has a, a tree that fell down. It actually has added some sunlight to that area, some nice new growth in that area. And so now I am continually micro-tuning my efforts in that area so that I can become an expert in that spot. But yesterday I, I went on a, on a hunt and I chose not to hunt there. I was, it was sort of basing on the wind and some other dynamics. And I threw a hunt at another spot that I had scouted back in March of this year. And so I am continually trying to identify and build up my, uh, a solid list of hunting spots on this piece of public land that I can dip into because things can change and will change. Somebody else will put pressure on a particular spot. 
a logging company will come in and you know cut down a bunch of areas and put pressure on a spot in that capacity. There's a million things that could happen. And the more that you approach your time in the woods with that mindset where you're looking at and scout, you're constantly in scouting mode and you're constantly putting spots in the back of your mind. In fact, yesterday, the spot that I hunted, I, again, I scouted it back last March. I jumped two deer in March. I made notes and I thought, you know what? I want to come back here. These two deer were bedded, went back there. One ridge did not have any sign. The other ridge that that I also jumped a deer on did have some sign. There was a, a scrape, hunted that scrape. Ultimately, a, a buck did come into that area. Unfortunately, he winded me. But I now know, okay, this is a spot that I can work on. I can develop. I can understand the nuance here. There's, there's a buck that likes this area or bucks that like this particular area. There's... Um, you know, some decent sign. And now I'm going to invest some time and energy and effort into understanding what the movement is like here and how the deer use it. So that next year, not only will I have my A spot and my B spot, but also have a C spot, maybe a D spot. And you continually to work that. And so that the, the deer that I kill three years from now, I'm trying to figure out today or the deer I kill five years from now, or next year, I'm trying to identify that spot, not necessarily that deer, but that particular spot on that, the, with the work that I'm putting in now. And I'm more, more importantly, scratching off spots that don't have sign, that don't feel like they're going to produce. Obviously, things do shift as food sources shift, etc. But a lot of times in these big wood settings, I mean, you've got your oak flats here, you've got oak flats there. Some of them produce, some of them don't. But ultimately, if you're able to crack the code on some of these spots, you will have consistent success as you get into years three, four, five, and so on. Uh, so I just want to, I hope that is encouraging to you. I mean, for me, it, I'm always excited to be in the woods, sort of, uh, doing my work, doing my, putting in my time, uh, trying to understand the landscape, taking constant notes, and really being able to understand, to see the the deer woods differently than everybody else that's out there just hunting, just trying to find a tree, or just hunting an area where they think it's their, the deer are occupying, that sort of thing. So, Best of luck this season. Look me up on Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube at J underscore Coons underscore Hunts for more content. Like and subscribe to this. Share it with your friends. And best of luck this season.